November 16th. And now, as we turn our attention to the New Testament, our reading today will be from the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verses 1 through 25. Lest we get the idea that we can run the race successfully alone, the writer closes his letter by reminding us to follow our spiritual leaders. If we do, we will love the brothers and sisters, will help the strangers and prisoners, live above lust, you never get rid of it, you live above it, and will deal with covetousness and not be led astray by false doctrines. Remember them, it says in verses 7 and 8 here in Hebrews 13. Now this may refer to leaders now dead, but their ministry goes on. Remember what they taught you, how they lived, and what they lived for. Church leaders and ministry leaders may come and go, but Jesus is the same, and they, the leaders, must fix our eyes on Him. Obey them. If they are faithful to care for your soul and teach you the Word, well, you have the responsibility to obey. A spiritual leader is not a dictator who drives you from behind. No, he's a shepherd who goes before and leads the way. So pray for them. When you come to the throne of grace, ask God to make His shepherds faithful and fruitful. Pray that the great shepherd will use them to make you complete in every good work. And greet them. You should know your leaders personally and be on good terms with them. Let nothing come between you that could create problems in the fellowship. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. November 16th, Hebrews chapter 13, verses 1 through 25. Continue to love each other with true Christian love. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. Don't forget about those in prison. Suffer with them as though you were there yourself. Share the sorrow of those being mistreated, as though you feel their pain in your own bodies. Give honor to marriage, and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Stay away from the love of money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never forsake you. That is why we can say with confidence, The Lord is my helper, so I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember your leaders who first taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives, and trust the Lord as they do. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So do not be attracted by strange new ideas. Your spiritual strength comes from God's special favor, not from ceremonial rules about food, which don't help those who follow them. We have an altar from which the priests in the temple on earth have no right to eat. Under the system of Jewish laws, 
the high priest brought the blood of animals into the holy place as a sacrifice for sin. But the bodies of the animals were burned outside the camp. So also Jesus suffered and died outside the city gates in order to make his people holy by shedding his own blood. So let us go out to him outside the camp and bear the disgrace he bore. For this world is not our home. We are looking forward to our city in heaven, which is yet to come. With Jesus' help, let us continually offer our sacrifice of praise to God by proclaiming the glory of His name. Don't forget to do good and to share what you have with those in need, for such sacrifices are very pleasing to God. Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls, and they know they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this joyfully and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. Pray for us, for our conscience is clear, and we want to live honorably in everything we do. I especially need your prayers right now, so that I can come back to you soon. And now, may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, equip you with all you need for doing His will. May He produce in you, through the power of Jesus Christ, all that is pleasing to Him. Jesus is the great shepherd of the sheep, by an everlasting covenant, signed with His blood. To Him be glory forever and ever. Amen. I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, please listen carefully to what I have said in this brief letter. I want you to know that our brother Timothy is now out of jail. If he comes here soon, I will bring him with me to see you. Give my greetings to all your leaders and to other believers there. The Christians from Italy send you their greetings. May God's grace be with you all. Jesus and joy are not always associated. Have you noticed this? People conclude Jesus is not about pleasure, enjoyment, fun, jokes, laughter. Life's not a joke. It's serious. We're on a mission. It's heaven and hell, people. God has a sense of humor. Jesus had a sense of humor. You ever notice in his life and ministry, Jesus takes time to just enjoy food. He laughed, enjoyed good wine, was never in a hurry. Part of the reason he wasn't in a hurry is because he, he also, in the midst of the greatest mission, the greatest rescue plan of the universe, he also enjoyed himself. The word joy is, uh, it's not as meaningful. Let, let's use a real meaningful word like, like pleasure. Yeah, we don't really know what to do with the word pleasure. God's not about pleasure. Of course God is for pleasure. All you got to do is look at the design of the garden, church. 
the original environment God intended for man to live in? Are you kidding me? We got these beautiful trees that produce organic fruit, natural sugars. Sugar somebody! There's rivers. One of the river, the Bible says, it's got gold all up in it. You got nudity. Our youth sex have just said, preach! In due time, my friend. So Paul gives us such a profound verse in the Bible. He says the king's reign is all about righteousness, peace, and joy. It should be noted that two-thirds of the king's reign is an emotional state. You have the two primary emotions of his domain, which is peace and joy. Notice what the first word is that describes the king's reign. It's righteousness. Sheer gift. Righteousness cannot be earned. It can only be received. The king's reign is all about making people as righteous as the king. And we are not only forgiven of our sins, but we are viewed from heaven as perfect. These three words should define our church. Our church and every individual in it should not be defined by what he or she does or does not do or wears or what they do not wear or what they drive or where they live. Your life and my life and our church should be defined by righteousness, peace, and joy. Psalm 115, verses 1 through 18. The message of this psalm raises some important questions for you and I to answer. Where is your God? Gentiles visiting Jerusalem would notice the absence of idols. Back home, they could point to their gods and introduce you to the craftsmen who made them. Is your God in heaven, ruling over all? Are you trusting something less than God? Next question is, uh, what is your God like? Be careful, because you become like the God you worship. The living God can see you. He can hear your prayers, walk with you, and help you. He can speak to you from His Word. And do you praise your God? You know He's blessed you. Have you blessed Him? He has given you promises. Do you trust Him? He is the living God. Does your life glorify Him? Psalm 115, verses 1 through 18. Not to us, O Lord, but to you goes all the glory for your unfailing love and faithfulness. Why let the nation say, Where is their God? For our God is in the heavens, and He does as He wishes. Their idols are merely things of silver and gold shaped by human hands. They cannot talk, though they have mouths, or see, though they have eyes. They cannot hear with their ears, or smell with their noses, or feel with their hands, or walk with their feet, or utter sounds with their throats. And those who make them are just like them, as are all who trust in them. 
Oh, Israel, trust the Lord. He is your helper. He is your shield. Oh, priests of Aaron, trust the Lord. He is your helper. He is your shield. All you who fear the Lord, trust the Lord. He is your helper. He is your shield. The Lord remembers us, and He will surely bless us. He will bless the people of Israel and the family of Aaron, the priests. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both great and small. May the Lord richly bless both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, who made heaven and earth. The heavens belong to the Lord, but He has given the earth to all humanity. The dead cannot sing praises to the Lord, for they have gone into the silence of the grave. But we can praise the Lord both now and forever. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 27, verses 21 and 22. Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised. You cannot separate fools from their foolishness. Even though you grind them like grain, with mortar and pestle.